So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. You know, we have a really good show for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking to Jens Nielsen. And Jens has a unique story of, you know, starting at 45 years old and really just kind of pushing into the real estate space. And I think you're going to relate to him a lot in his journey and what he's doing and where he's going. I think it's going to be really educational to see how he's kind of methodically went down the road of real estate and how he's winning and he's winning big and he's about ready to quit his job. And, um, you know, he, he's got just an amazing story. You're going to have him share it in a minute. Um, and I think you're really going to, you're going to really like it. With that said, a couple, couple of neat little nuggets want to share with you guys what's going on in, you know, Kahuna land is that, uh, a, we are now accepting applications to our boardroom. Uh, we've, we didn't have it all the way open or ready to, uh, launch we do now so if you we have a, an event coming in october we are running a special we normally charge seventy five hundred dollars for this event and you get everything from us and as well as mentorship um you know a sponsor on your deals me you know underwriting help all the access to my team anyways to go and apply because we're only allowing 60 people to this event you this it's not a big event it's a small event and we try to keep it really intimate. We only do this event two times a year. And in 2020, we're only doing it this one time in October. So if you would like to get involved, we're doing a special. Normally, it's $7,500. It's only going to be $5,000. Um, we can put you on a payment plan. Uh, but you go to kahunaboardroom.com, kahunaboardroom.com. And you can apply for that. You're going to talk to my wife, Shelly. She's going to go over it and see if we're a fit and get you started. So we'd love to have you. You get all access to our entire course and systems and training uh, for the boardroom immediately. And plus, we got a lot of done for you things that we do as well. A lot too many to mention in this podcast. I'm not going to sell it super hard. I'm just saying if, if you're looking for a true um, step up to someone that's going to teach and coach you and really guide you in a very meaningful way and not just be the guru that's going to sit on the sidelines and, and doesn't really care, then you should join our boardroom. I think you'll find that we are family and that we have just a great group of people that are out there doing deals. Next is, you know, if you'd like to learn how to invest with us, right? Um, our portal is open for the Kahuna Deal Room. So if you go to Kahuna Investments, kahunainvestments.com, you can join the deal room. That's a process we have to create a pre-existing substantive relationship. We have a process for that. It takes a little while um, but it includes actually uh, answering some financial questions. I'm hopping on a one-on-one -on -one call with us where we'll go over uh, what we do. We get to know you. You get to know us. 
and then we can we have some uh, steps that will move forward in that relationship. So we'd love to get you know you there more, and really have uh, create a substantive relationship with you. So with that said, I'm super excited about this show um, and what's coming up. I think you're going to get really jazzed about it. So let's get ready, and here we go. All right, Jens, welcome to the show, man. Good to have you here. Hey, thanks, Corey. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today. You know, I think your story is really interesting. And, um, you know, it's a what a lot of people don't understand. And I think if you listen to this podcast enough, you'll understand that I believe real estate is an absolute journey. Um, you start somewhere and you start working towards uh, the goal of what you really want to be. And I think that's exactly what you've done. So I would love for you to share your story and, and, and your remarkable journey and how you've kind of uh, started in real estate and, and where you're at now, because I, I really think it'll help inspire a lot of people. I appreciate that. Yeah. So as people can probably guess from my name and my accent, I wasn't born in this country. I uh, I came here 24 years ago, actually, 1996. So been a while and did the you know traditional thing, right? Got an education, got a good job. So I've been in the IT telecommunication field for the last 25 years. You know, that has worked out as comfortable and I was making money and I was like, this is what you're supposed to do. Until I realized, well, I have another 20 years ahead of me if I want to, if I ever want to retire, or whatever you call it. So like, that's, that's not going to work. I don't want to You started wanting the real American dream, right? <laughs> that's not, right. Not just the one that you're in America, but the one where you actually can do whatever you want and, 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 and really uh, uh, go a lot farther than, than where you're at. That's, to my mind, that's the epitome of what the American dream is. That's right, right? Just creating opportunities for yourself, right? Yeah. And, and not relying on somebody else to give you a paycheck, so. So that's kind of the, you know, the idea I had. I was like, okay, what can I do here? And that, you know, being in IT, I was like, oh, maybe I can start a consulting company. Maybe I can do all these different things. But it all seemed like just another job. I was like, no, that's just another job. And it's not going to give me any freedom. I'm still trading my time for money. So then I, you know, one day I just randomly downloaded this investing, real estate investing book on uh, Audible. And I started listening to it. I was like, oh my God, this is what I need to do, right? This is just, this is the thing I've been looking for. And and being the, the kind of person, once I make a decision, I take action very quickly. So, you know, I started listening to that book and then I soon, you know, read all the books I could find, you know, including the Rich Dad Poor Dad that most people also read. You know. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the first one, but it was in there. And then I was like, okay, how can I get started on this? And I knew a friend of mine here in, I live in a small town in Colorado. He had invested. I didn't know how much. So I was like, hey, you want to kind of buy some dinner? Let's talk about this. I uh, went, you know, got some dinner and I said, well, you know, tell me about this. And it turned out he has like 140 units, mostly, mainly mobile home parks, uh, but also, you know, apartments and done. And so I was like, I need to know how to do this. So I connected with him and he's like, hey, back of the napkin, this is how you look at a deal. This is how you under, underwrite and analyze it. And then he said, I would go to Albuquerque, New Mexico, the closest, biggest city to where I live and say, you know, connect with this this broker, he's worked with me in the past. He's really good. So he gave me this guy's not a number, and I immediately, you know, called him up and said, "Hey, I'm looking for a fourplex. I didn't want to start with single family homes. I want multifamily. So I'm looking for a fourplex, right?" And within, you know, a couple of months or even less, he's like, "Hey, here's a deal. Good price. It was like 117 thousand dollars. I remember for four units, right?" <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! That's that's great. Well, but hold on, hold on. Let me let me just. Unpack what you just said, because I think you just said a lot, and because I want people to understand, like this, this is the journey that most of us go through. You started out, you, you know, you came to America, you, you were working your job, 
Um, and then you're like, hey, is this it? Like, there's got to be more. You decided, yes, there there needs to be more. You went and tried to find information, which is Barnes and Nobles or the bookstore, right? I mean, that's what a lot of us do. And then you read a book that really said spoke to you. And then you're like, okay, now this makes sense. I'm going to consume as much of all that stuff out there that I can, that I can readily see and, and just go buy. And then you did something. I, this is the part that I want to make sure I underline here a little bit is that you reached out to your network and you thought, who do I know that's doing this a little bit, right? Because we all have networks. And and then you, you went and had lunch with them. And that led to what, to what you said is the next introduction is where you're getting ready to go. And I just think that's so profound because in my life, uh, and this is the story that I think is told time and time again, where people start, and it's through people, referrals, uh, networking, that a lot of great things happen, and where you find mentors and people that care, and, and that they will care about what you want, and, and, and it help guide you a little bit along the way. So didn't want to interrupt too much, but I just, I think it's a, what you just said is that is the path. I think. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And also, I th- a couple of things on that. I asked him a very powerful question. I said, hey, who do you know that I should know? You know, and then pe- people immediately like, oh, well, he's looking for a broker. Well, here is, here is his broker he can connect with, right? And I think people, it's, I've definitely uh, you know, learned in that in the multifamily space that a lot of people want to help. They want to share. And there's, you know, there's a, a mindset of abundance, at least the people I've encountered. So, you know, that, that really helps. And then, as you say, you know, just asking people, because what's the worst thing that happened? They, they say no. They like, say no. Know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Move on. Right. <laughs> right. And I think a lot of people put in, get in their own way and never even get, go to the step of asking. They just immediately assume it's going to be no and don't even try. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah they get paralyzed. Right. By the yeah. fear. And yeah. so you found a fourplex relatively quick. Right. Yeah. And then what happened next? And I was like, well, let's let's buy another one. So uh, a few months later, we got another fourplex, uh, a little bit, you know, kind of same price range, one fifty or something. And obviously, you know, for that price, they had to they have to you know, they needed some renovations, some 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 work, right? But yep. it's like this is pretty cool, right? Now tenants are actually paying paying my mortgage and getting some cash flow every month, you know. And I could, I was kind of like starting to add the numbers up. I was like, okay, how many do I need to get to? whatever my financial freedom number was, right? Um, luckily, I had some capital. I mean, that obviously, you know, I saved up some money through various means over over the years, right? Um, then I got into... Um, so, and you bought those... So, when you bought those fourplexes, right? That's what you're using. You're using bank financing uh, with some of your own money that you'd saved up over, over some time, right? That's correct. Yeah, basically. I took it out of the stock market and put it into the real estate market instead. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. You know, so so that helped, and also that price point, right? I mean, if you're buying something that forty thousand dollars, yeah, it's like thirty five thousand, thirty seven thousand dollars a door, right? That's that's a yeah. great price. It's a great price. So uh, then, you know, through my job and stuff, I had I got another bonus the end of that year, and then we actually found an eleven unit also down in Albuquerque. That was it was interesting because it was seller financed, and the seller realized that it needed some work, and they probably couldn't get regular. You know, traditional financing, you'd have to go, obviously, you would have to go to a commercial loan at that time. So they carried a note. And a couple of things, we, we only had to come up with like 10% down, I think it was. And then they, for like, we had like 10 months or something, no payment on the loan. So they basically said, hey, start paying in 10 months and use the money you make in those 10 months to 
put back into the property, right? So that was, you know, six, I can't remember, you know, 60 grand or something like that that we then spent on renovating units. So that was a, a good way of getting into that without a lot of cash and actually had some cash to upgrade. And yeah. <laughs> nice. And so, and, 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 and so, and so now you got a 10, you got some uh, quads where, and where do you go from there? <laughs> well, at that time I was like, well, I don't really know what I don't know. Right. And I knew, I knew I wanted to grow bigger, but I was like, I also need to get some better education here because I just relied on my mentor, that broker that was good, but I also realized there's a much bigger world out there. And um, so I decided to join kind of a, um, a you know, a mastermind slash coaching program, right? Just to, there's many of them out there and some are more, you know, gurus and others are actually generally providing education. So I found one program I really liked and, you know, that gave me the opportunity to learn kind of on the ground up stuff that I maybe had skipped over and then to go to events. And I really think going to events helped a lot by expanding my network, right? You learn more and see what other people are doing because if you're in your own little bubble, you may not realize what's going on. You don't even know what you don't know, right? <laughs> that's right. So uh, that's a good point. So again, you're going, you're going on this journey, you know, you're having some success, you start to feel pretty good. But then you're like, well, what if I, you know, how do I go bigger? How do I, and then what I don't even know, like, you're like, oh gosh. And so you said, I probably need to buy some education. I need to get involved with a group and I'm going to do some research. It sounds like you took your time trying to find the right group or the right to invest your heart and money into for it, you know, truly mentorship uh, more, more so and, and some coaching. And from there that helped you give you confidence and then you, but you just didn't stop that. You still went to other events and and started networking, which I'm telling you, I believe that that's wholeheartedly the people that really want to get into this business and do this business. They inevitably do exactly what you're doing. They go all in. They go to every event that they can afford, that they can find, and more and more now, syndicators, even people like me that teach and coach, are offering uh, doing events for a lot cheaper. We just want to make it, uh, you know, easy to get to. Of course, there's always some pitches. There's always something to buy at those events, right? That's what they all want you to do, right? Me included. But what can happen there, there's always the back of the room, right? And that's where all the deals happen. Like you find people that you can maybe JV with, other potential partners, money people, people that have deals. That's all in those spots. And people, especially when they all get together, multifamily people get together, they're all, everybody's trying to bring something to the table. Right. That's true. Yeah. And you're right. It happens in the back of the room or out in the hallway. Right. I mean, some of my best friends and partners now are people I've met at those events, even investors and stuff like that, just because, you know, there's people that go just to learn and want to invest passively. There are people who want to do deals, you know, so I have, you know, really found this has just been an amazing experience. Yeah. I typically just go to hang out in the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to come to your next event, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. They're, we're getting ready to actually do, uh, we're planning, we've not done a big event. I've always kept my events small, but we're, this next summer, we're going to do one and we're going to make it really cheap and we're going to make it pretty awesome, I think. So cool. uh, we'll get you the, we'll get you the event to that one. It's going to be, it's going to be really cool. That sounds awesome. That's great. So, okay. So now let's talk about, so then you got some education and then you transitioned to do something big, right? Yeah. There was an intermediate step because I knew, you know, to grow big, I would have to take on investors or partners or whatever, because I you know, ran out of money. Um, so we did find a 38 unit deal also down in Albuquerque that we JV'd on. So uh, 
I got me a couple of buddies and then actually I partnered with that broker I was talking about earlier. So, you know, we got together four or five of us. We bought this 38-unit deal, $1.2 million, and we've been it's, it was a little bit of a rehab project. We kind of like, it's two years into it now. We're finally about done. This is taking a little bit longer than expected. So learned a lot. Saw that, you know, budgets you put together may or may not be accurate in the long run. But, uh, you know, it's been a great experience because I've really just kind of followed along, you know, as, as often as I could get. As often as I could, I would go there and see what's going on now. Was that your first deal that you truly kind of raised private money, would you say? Yeah, it was the first deal I got some, you know, partners into it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we call it uh, private money or partners. You just say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I've, I've found a deal. I'm gonna get the broker. You got the broker in on the deal, and then uh, were your other partners people that you'd worked with, co- co-workers at all, or uh, just, it was actually like, like friends, friends and family, friends and family, right? Yeah, They'd been yeah. watching what you did. They're like, "Hey, uh, we, we want to be a part of that too. That sounds great. Let's all get together." Yeah, right. That's so you, obviously your your first you know your first source of money is quite often friends and family. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, but they'd watch you. They're watching you play real estate. I mean, when this is the power of telling your story, and like when you get in action, people are actually watching your friends. You know, people they watch, and a lot of them, believe it or not, are truly interested in real estate. They all want to do real estate, but they may need some some help because they've probably not spent as much time trying to learn about it as you have. And so you can help bring them into a deal and you guys do a deal together. And that's what yeah, you did. Yeah, exactly. And I think once you are, you know, I was no longer Jens the IT guy. I was Jens the multifamily investor, right? So you yes. have to identify yourself with what you want to become, right? So, and uh, and that's much more interesting in the conversation than the IT guys. Like, oh, well, I know 20 of those already, but I don't know any real estate investors. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> and how does that make you feel? You know, I think it's very interesting because I've had, I mean, you know, you quickly see people that that have capital that are drawn to that. Well, here's another way to continue to grow our net worth, right? So, and and people's like, well, you know, we own one rental house, but we really want to grow bigger, and we have, you know, we have plenty of money, but we don't have time. So, can we partner with you, right? So, I think it's gone pretty well. I mean, not yeah. everybody, and also you got to think about if you're in a room, like not to discriminate against, but. Certain, you know, if somebody just came out of, of college may not have the money available, but somebody yeah. who's had a successful career for a few years may be a better person to spend some time with, right? Yeah, it really is. It's the, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In fact, uh, when I used to be a financial advisor, my company told me, you know, like, hang out where money's at, right? <laughs> and so, right. you know, it's not always at college unless it's Harvard, right? Then there's <laughs> money there. But like, you're going to be talking with generally older people that are, have been around the block and are, you know, own businesses or, uh, you know, own practices, doctors, dentists, chiropractic, high income earners. You'll have a better chance of having people that have extra disposable income that are looking for a place to put it. I always say everybody has a money problem, right? <laughs> but a lot of people's wealthy people, they have money problems too, but it's just not the kind that a lot of us have when we first started. Wealthy people, their their real problem is they got to keep their money in motion. They got to get get keep it working, and they don't always trust the stock market, and so they're looking for people like us. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So from there, now you've done a pretty decent thirty something units, a million dollars, right? Now that's some treadway. <laughs> what happens next? Yeah, so then it's like okay, I you know I had I had learned uh, heard about syndications and I had done uh, some passive investing in syndications too just to see what that model was like. But I was like okay, 
this is really the next kind of the next phase to go to, right? Because then you can suddenly buy that 10 or $20 million property if you, if you syndicate something you can get a bunch of investors in. So I found some people that were doing it already because, you know, I was, I was kind of new in that. So yep. I said, is there a way I can add some value to your team, right? And, uh, and again, those people I've met through events and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, we've got this one deal. This, the first one was in Atlanta, you know, and we need some, somebody to help us just check out underwriting, we need somebody to, you know, go on the due diligence trip. We need somebody to help us raise equity, you know, and, and bring some investors to the deal, right? So, so we partnered up that way, right? And I was able to bring some money, not a ton, but just a little bit. It gave me like that confidence that people had been listening to, had been listening to my methods. I had been growing that investor base, and people were actually willing to commit money to a deal that I had, right? So, so that was kind of my first, you know, intro into the syndication world. Uh, and then Jens, it kind of escalated. <laughs> yeah, Jens, I think that's profound. Listen, for everybody listening right now, understand what he just did. He's went, he got up to 34 units, and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm ready to go truly big time. And, and he's like, instead of doing it all on my own, I'm just gonna go. And you you said you'd you'd met some people and you're like, hey, how can I add value to what you guys are doing? You know, I know some people, I've got the skill set IT. I can help in you know the due diligence. I can be of value to your team, and at the same time, you're going to get a little bit of education from because you said you picked a, a group that are, had some experience and already doing it, and were somewhat successful, right? They were successful. Yeah. See, I I believe this wholeheartedly. The easiest way to learn this business is to add value to others and jump on, even if and I'm sure they didn't give you a big percentage in the, that first deal, right? Nope. <laughs> but <laughs> but but you got something and you got experience which is more valuable than anything that you could ever get, right? Monetarily wise. Yeah. Right? All right. So I don't I don't mean to keep jumping in your story, but man, I, I but it's a cause there's some great parallel parallels here that people just gotta pay attention to. So Keep going, man. So, so oh, it's <laughs> yeah, and it, it taught me to how to talk to investors, right? What questions do investors have? You know, if they look at the huge legal documents, you know, make sure you all kind of understand what the, that what's going on there, right? So they can ask, well, how when are we going to exit? What are the splits? What are the water? All these technical terms, right? You need to know so you can share the confidence about that deal with your potential investors. So, so that was great. And then, uh, you know, it basically kind of just uh, grew from there. So I met another another gentleman that I have actually become really good friends with that were doing some stuff. And he had just done one syndication. He was getting ready for his second one. So this was in Pennsylvania, of all places, but a uh, yeah. great cash flow area. And I was like, well, and he needed a little bit of process, a little bit of system around it because, you know, he was just he was still growing. So I was able to really add some value there, you know, we we set up the way to do, you know, electronic signatures, we did our little webinars, all those things that he probably would have struggled with a little bit. Yeah. So I helped him with all those things, you know, because I'm, you know, 2,000 miles away, but I could do it through technology and I was able to help yeah. him there. Yeah, it's right, it's right up your alley. Right. So we bought a 205-unit deal in um, Erie, Pennsylvania in June of last year, you know, and uh, that, that has gone really well and that was, you know, and and you and you got you got you got a, a way bigger percentage on this one too probably that's right right, <laughs> right? yeah I did absolutely and I'm actually doing another deal with him right now you know not maybe the best timing with what's going on but it's uh, it's 127 units that we're buying yeah the same market and, uh, I'm again getting yeah and so you're adding value you're raising money uh, and he's doing the same everybody but you found 
by networking, surrounding yourself, putting yourself in the game, bro, look where you're at. How long you? How long have you been doing this? I uh, four years. Four years. <laughs> so I mean, most people don't understand. Four years is nothing, right? I mean, when you look back at it, you're like, I learned it's a journey around the whole time. But think about what your next four years. Oh, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is? I mean, what does the future look like for 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 Jens? Yeah. So I mean, I still have a W two job. My goal is. What is it? May one uh, coming out of May one, uh, three more months, and then I'm going to leave my my full time job. So, uh, uh, so that's that's the goal. <laughs> that's uh, exciting. It is, yeah. And I can't. I mean, you're right. I mean, I've done this having a full time job and doing other interests. So it's really been really long days. But if I can cut out forty hours to do real estate, I mean, you know, the, the just imagine the difference, <laughs> right? Yes, just imagine. When you can put all your efforts. So that's the last piece of that is <laughs> you were doing this all while you had a job. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, exactly. And so, but listen, that's sometimes what it takes to get ahead. In the beginning of your career, like even I look back when I first started in real estate, man, I had to grind. I had to really work long days, long nights, um, consuming information, learning the business, researching, understand the process, getting better at it making phone calls, all that stuff that you, that you're, you're doing to set you up for a life that you, that no one else is willing sometimes to do the work to get right now. Are you married? Do you have kids? I'm married, no kids. So that's a, I guess there's a slightly less distraction there. Well, yeah. But like, I just talk about like, you know, what is your why? Like what drives you? What, what drives Jens? No, you know, it's basically the ability to to create something bigger than myself, right? And and then I you know I want some I want some more freedom because I just you know I've been working for somebody else for so long, right? So I have that passion of, around being able to travel, see other places, get some location independence there, and basically just growing with other with, with people. Because for example, you know going to IT conference with like oh my god I want to hang out with these people. I go to a real estate conference and I everybody is just having a great time, right? So just it's a different idea. group of people, isn't it? It sure is. And just that ability to become more by, by, by growing and working with other people. It's kind of vague, I guess, but, but it's just, you know, the, the world, I mean, just, just that opportunity to, to expand your knowledge and your, your circle of influence. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. I, I, th- I think about this, like some of my favorite best people in the world to hang out with is other uh, entrepreneurs. I'll say just I'll say just the word entrepreneur. I don't care what business you're in, um, as long as you're an entrepreneur, like spirit, whatever. Because like even for me, when I get around my in my neighbors, I live in a neighborhood, and uh, most of my neighbors have jobs, and it's just not the same conversations. There's not as much joy or freedom or traveling because they have to work and do and. Yet when I'm with my real estate buddies, it's freedom. It's whatever we want to do. Let's go plan a trip. Let's go travel. And their outlook on life is honestly just opposite. Is that what you find too? Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, we know that if we, our effect, our, our, our efforts is going to have a direct effect on the outcome, right? In your job. Yeah. You can slack off potentially and not, nobody's going to really notice and you still kind of get paid, but there's like no, there's like no excitement. You're not living your core value there. Yeah. So. 
you're not living up to what you think you could be, right? I think that's I think that's what it comes down to. Something about that entrepreneur spirit that I, I know you have. And when I when I, people that are listening to this podcast, if you're you're taking the time to listen, I, I believe you have it too, uh, because you're out there trying to self educate. You're trying to you want something. There's something in you that says I want more. I want to live a fulfilling life with no regrets. And um, a lot of us get stuck. Some of us get stuck. And uh, but the great news is you can turn it on at any time. Jens, four years ago, right? Different story. But now your your whole outlook, it just took a, it's a it vectored off completely different. It took and me now, a long time. I was 45 before I got started, or 44 before I got started, right? So Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's too late, right? And Hell no. <laughs> so. No, exactly. And that's the whole point, is that in four short years, you're plotting a course that's radically taking you, like, in three more months, you may be telling your job to go take a hike. <laughs> right. That's exciting, yeah. my friend. It's exciting, right? Because I thought it was another twenty years of working, right? So, what does your wife? What does your wife say right now? What, what does she say? Oh, about she you? is like super excited, right? Because you know she wants. I've been, you know, she's been home for a while now because of the current crisis. Like, yeah, oh, man, I can't wait for you to be home every day, and we can do more stuff together. And you know, and, and, she's got to be proud. She's got to be proud yeah. of you. Oh, she's loving it. I mean, she works hard too and has a lot of her own ambitions and everything, but no, she is. So, yeah, she's, you know, every night we're like, oh my God, look at all the stuff we, we accomplished this week. Yeah, look where, we've, look where we've come in the last, you know, where we started to where we're at now. And then you say, well, and then here's the future. And yeah. you're like, oh, wow, that looks, that's something I want to step into, yeah. right? Let's yeah. lean into that because that, that sounds like the life that we were made for. Right. I think it's just talking about your spouse, right? Just getting that, make sure you explain what's going on and why you would want them on board with that path, right? Because it is going to, it's not, it's not easy and it's not going to be. Well, she's probably off seeing you work a lot too, right? That's right. So are they willing, are you willing to take that sacrifice, you know, four five, six, whatever long, many years it takes. Cause she's sacrificing now. Yeah. yeah. She's, she, she has been there for the last four years not getting as much, uh, you know, Yen's time as she wants, right? But but she under, also understands your vision, and it sounds like she's just been there, your biggest cheerleader, just supporting you along the way. Absolutely, yeah. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that does make a big difference, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so um, what advice would you give to new people out there that are listening to this podcast right now saying, you know, can I do that, right? Or, or you know, what, what advice would you give? Take action is pretty much the biggest thing, right? Uh, obviously, get some education and then take some action. If you don't have money, talk to your family, talk to some friends or whatever it may be, right? You know, if you have studied, if you have learned, or this is how I buy a property and you don't have a lot of capital, you find somebody who doesn't have the time but has the money and you just do a deal with them, right? Uh, ideally, you do it by yourself so you don't risk other people's money. But if you take it you on know, your families, it's, it's okay too. Just but take action. There's no substitution for action. And I think, you know, if you want to get into the syndication world and all that stuff, I still believe, well, risk your own money first and make sure you know what's going on before you start on taking investors, right? I mean, a lot of people want to just shoot for the moon and then that may or may not work. I just say, take action, do something small and grow from that, right? But also begin with the end in mind. So if you want to syndicate, what is the process? Talking, I started talking to investors, you know, years before I actually had a deal they could get into. So. Yeah, yeah, planting seeds early, right? And yeah. trying to understand it because there's a lot of risk, there's a lot of responsibility 
once you grab other people's money and you go put it in a deal. And you got to you got to make sure that you understand the process so it, it's super successful. What favorite book do you have out there? What's what's a book that you'd highly recommend? Yeah, oh, there's so many. I really like, you know, because we were talking about this earlier, how that trajectory is changing from, you know, being an employee to being an entrepreneur. So really one book that has um, impacted me was The uh, the Slight Edge by, by Jeff Olson. And that talks about that small incremental change every day to get to wherever you want to be, right? You know, it's, you know. We, yeah, it doesn't we, happen overnight, but it, you it just keep, you keep stacking it. And then you're completely a different version of where you started. Yeah. So just just that that mindset of the little things you do every day over time adds up. It's not you know nobody is an overnight success. It's that ten year ten year overnight success type thing. Right. right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Overnight success. <laughs> ten years in the making. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what advice would you give your uh, younger self when you first started? You know, what what advice would you give yourself now? I think one of the things I've learned, I've still since sold some of those early, earlier properties, be very careful about the area you're buying, right? So look, understand, and look carefully in the neighborhood you're buying because some of the earlier stuff was not in the greatest neighborhoods. Yep. Just uh, just be, it's, it is worth paying more money for a better area for sure. Yeah, areas are, are very important. And, and really, you know, that helps in either increase your value or sometimes it can decrease if you get in the wrong one. So. Okay. Very, very, very mindful of that. And then, um, you know, for people that are looking to get a hold of you or, or learn more about your company and what you guys do, I know you said you do a little bit of coaching as well, mentoring as well, right? Yeah, I do a little bit of one-on-one. I think you do too, right? So uh, I have some students that want to learn how to get into this field, you know, especially I can relate to people that are just getting started because they're not that far in the past, right? So. Yeah. People can reach out to me. My email is jens, J-E-N-S, at opendoorscapital.com, opendoorscapital.com. And if anybody wants to get on a free strategy call, they can go to opendoorscapital.com slash call, and they can schedule a free, free call with me there. Awesome. Final thoughts for you. What do you have for us? Oh, sorry. Um, you know, it's just, you know, right now it's, it's, you know, being in the middle of this whole COVID crisis, it's a scary world out there, but focus on what you have control over. Don't focus on the scary world, focus on the things you can do. So maybe this is a great time to get some education, to read some books, to listen to some podcasts. Just really prepare yourself and, and be ready for the next thing that's happening. Don't hide in a, don't hide in a closet and wait for the world to get better. Right? Take action and be, and, and, and take responsibility for the outcome of your life. Oh, that's a amen to that. It's a great way to end this podcast. Jens, listen, thank you so much for taking the time to share your remarkable story of, you know, how you started, you know, at 45 and said, I'm ready to do real estate. And you just jumped in with both feet. You learned along the way. You did it actually very methodical and very, um, where I say out of the box, but to me, this is like very natural is asking for help along the way. It, it, it really is. Uh, you've seemed to to display what I believe is the easiest way to, to, to get to the cheese is to ask for help and the right people will come in and the wrong people will repel. And, uh, and you've learned a lot of lessons along the way. And here you are now positioned um, to really take advantage of something beautiful. And I say, if we can say there's anything beautiful out of COVID-19, which there's not, but real estate's going to be coming on sale or at least prices are changing. So there's, I think there's going to be more opportunity and you're positioned really well to take advantage of that. Yep. Right. And so, uh, you know, there's at any crisis, there's always 
uh, opportunity. I think of the last 2008-2009 uh, debacle, a lot of people lost their shirts, but a lot of new millionaires were made at the same time. And, you know, I was one of them. And um, so with that said, uh, you know, as you're out there going out in your day uh, today and for the rest of, you know, this month, uh, we got a couple more couple more days that we're recording this on, uh, what, March 29th? I mean, April 20, April 29th. Sorry, April 29th. Um, you know, there's still a lot of uncertainty out there. But just like you said, Jens, um, it's how you how you approach it. And really, that has to do with mindset, guys. And, you know, I'll end every podcast the same way. I don't care because I believe what's between your two ears. You have a supercomputer. It's on board all the time. It's with you all the time. You've got to engage it. You've got to put that thing in, in the drive and drive and let it run. And by you do that by feeding it daily. Uh, the power of your mind is everything. If you if you believe it, you can achieve it, and your paradise is possible.